joining us now is the host of Lawrence Jones Cross County on Fox News. Please join me in welcoming the great Lawrence Jones to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And if you don't know Lawrence Jones, let me tell you a little bit about him. He serves as a host of his own show Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox News. He's also an enterprise reporter for Fox and Friends weekdays and the weekend franchise. The guy never sleeps. He's always moving uh, and uh, I didn't know this. You are the youngest black solo host of a program in cable news. Well, I got to tell you, folks, Lawrence Jones, or known to his friends as uh, LJ, is one of the coolest people you're ever going to meet with a great moral core, and that's why we've got him on. He's a native of Garland, Texas, attended the University of North Texas, where he studied criminal justice. All right. How are you today, Lawrence? Hey, Judge. Uh, I, you know. You don't have to do all that. You don't have to give them my whole bio. I, well, I only read a third of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you move around a lot, Lawrence. Where do, where are you going? Where'd you just come from? You're always traveling for Fox. Yeah, just got back from Alabama. Was on a military base, blowing some stuff up with the people that keep us safe and ATF. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot going on, Jeff. Well, you you do, and you have a great you have a great record of uh, dealing with the families of those who've been injured uh, yeah. and and victimized and 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 killed uh, as a result of the outrageous crime going on in our country. But I want to I want to start with you, Lawrence, on on the issue of of crime. You know, when you go and you talk to the families of of crime victims. Uh, do they ever talk to you about the system and making the system better, or are they usually just so shocked with what's happened to their loved one? I mean, what what do they want, these families? You know, you know Judge, you know, I have the difficult job of going. Many times when I arrive at the scene, you know, it, it's not good news. Something has happened. Someone has died. You know, many kids, uh, you know, and before these families will even – do the interviews, you know, they normally plan on doing it, but they break down. So I end up helping them plan the funerals and things like that. But one of the things that I continue to hear is that the criminal justice system does not listen to the victims. Uh, You know, all these reforms, look, Judge, you know, I started working in the criminal justice system when I was 17 years old in juvenile court, being an advocate for young people to help them turn their life around. The problem is many. Yeah, that was my first job. It was in juvenile court. And, you know, the the key word is reform. The people that Mm -hmm. they're allowing back on the street have not reformed their lives. They're still a danger to society. And I think the criminal justice uh, system has uh, gone in the wrong direction. And as a result of that, I think the American public are going to be less likely to go with these reforms now because it's just out of control. They don't want they want to empty the jails, Judge. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole concept, Lawrence, of emptying the jails, I mean, it is it is foreign to, you know, those of us who, you know, you've been in, involved in the system for a long time. And for me, it's it's over three decades. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain there are certain perimeters, you know, you violate the law. Uh, you know, you have to be you have to be accountable for it and you have to be punished. Mm-hmm. And suddenly there is this movement afoot by I don't know who these people are who think that, you know, it's it's more important to worry about the criminal than the victim. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know 
how they have appealed to legislatures around the country to eliminate cash bail. Mm -hmm. I get the issue that some people are held on bail when they shouldn't be. I get that. I really do. Mm -hmm. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, there's got to be some recognition that you keep bailing someone over and over again. They keep committing crimes. Then, you know, shame on us. You know, Judge, the best I can highlight this is what happened with Dave Chappelle on the stage. You got Gascon that refused to go after this guy. And now we have breaking uh, news. Mm -hmm. You got breaking news of this same guy that charged the stage with a fake gun and with a knife wrapped around him and another knife in the back pocket stabbed his roommate. So now they want to charge. And I'm like, you know, guys, when these people do these violent acts, you think it's the first time they did this? Oh, I love you, Lawrence. You know, this it, is my it, mantra. <laughs> it, it's not the first time. And we see this across the country. You know, just because you live in a rich neighborhood or a safe community, you think you can be. I, I mean, there was a carjacking right in Dallas, Texas. I moved back home just the other day, two weeks ago. Got ju- four kids, jacked the Uber East driver, uh, and nothing was done about it. They ran away. They didn't catch the kids. But it's a repeated cycle. And until... Mm-hmm. Uh, we become the loud voice because you, you ask, how does this happen? Well, the activists are the loudest voices. The victims aren't loud enough. We aren't loud enough. We're allowing them because we're working. We're just by our, uh, just trying to survive this 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 the country now. Um, and they're loud, and they had a concerted effort through George Soros to elect these DAs. So their message is being heard. Ours isn't. That's so true. That is so true, Lawrence. You know, I I remember once bringing a uh, little red wagon with like 21,000 signatures or something on the, uh, I don't know, at the time, I I think it had to do with uh, pedophiles and being able to keep them in prison after they served their time if they were, you know, unredeemable in the sense that, you know, they were uh, a danger to society. And, mm-hmm. you know, then we were heard because parents were angry. Kids were being victimized, sexually abused by these dirtbags who go out there and, and try to have sex with children and never, mm-hmm. never lose that desire. But the, the pendulum is swung, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that not only are they louder, Lawrence, I think there's another piece to it. I think they're louder, and then they turn around and accuse people who want to have, you know, law and order and justice. They accuse us of being racist, and that, like, shuts down the conversation. So it's not just about who's loud, and I agree with you, the left is loud, Mm -hmm. but then they turn around and everybody gets kind of afraid to say anything. But it's like Elon Musk with Twitter. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a racist. He's a racist. Well, we know mm-hmm. he's not a racist. I mean, he, he come mm-hmm. up with his background and what he's done for African-Americans. The guy is not mm-hmm. a racist. But it's mm-hmm. it's a shame that they have been able to do it to us. You know, uh, Judge, and, and probably for obvious reasons, I, I would not allow the left to disarm me. I mean, I, I, I have lived the American dream. And, you know, when Sonny Hostin got on TV and said, you know, uh, you know, and talked about the dichotomy of it being an oxymoron to be a black Republican or a black conservative, I went straight back at her. And, you know, I'm you not going to be a- afraid 
of the left in their council culture and their their way of doing business. I'm not afraid. I'm just not afraid. I got too much street cred. I grew up poor. My family uh, worked very hard for me to get to where I am today, and I worked hard. And I'm going to go and try to help as many people as I can back in my community. And the policies of the left just isn't helping us. And so I will dedicate my life to exposing them for everything that they are. And part of the reason why they've been so successful is because they shut down debate. But we allow them to shut down debate. We allow them to counsel us. Well, you know what? F it. F it. I'm sorry. F it. We're done with it. We're done with it. Yeah, I I agree with you. And you know what? I love your passion, Lawrence. I mean, the idea that we do allow them to shut us down uh is it's it's reminiscent of with radical extremism you know when there was a a, a bout of it uh as it related to a, a muslim extremist and 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 it, for, i'm not saying there's anything wrong uh with being a muslim i mean that's not the problem it's the extremists who make it a political mm-hmm. party and then they say oh you know what you're you're an islamophobe no i'm mm-hmm. not I'm, not, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm against people who believe they should cut your head off uh, because you're Christian. You're the ergo, you're an infidel. You know, it's this same leftist philosophy. We can shut these people down by saying they're a racist. And, you know, for a while we get shut down. This same thing with parents uh, and the school teachers. For a while, the parents shut up. The school teachers were saying, yeah. we're not your babysitters. We're not going to work. Yeah. They get paid. You know, they go to bars. They go to Home Depot. But, hell, they don't want to go to school with your kids who can't give them COVID. So, uh, you know, it's it, finally the parents say, hey, enough of this crap. Get your butts in school. Or, yeah. you know what? Mate, and then, then they call the parents a domestic terrorist. It's the yeah. name calling. They are expert at it, Lawrence. You know what? They're expert at it. You know what? It's because we won't unite. I mean, the numbers just isn't on their side. You know, there's all this defund the police thing. I did a monologue on this about two weeks ago. Do you know, Judge, there are more white people that want to defund the police than there are yeah. black people? There are, I mean, I agree I mean, with so, that. So, so where did this whole social justice thing come from? Well, they're fueling this. It wasn't black people that were funding Black Lives Matter. It was the rich corporations that felt like they needed to pay some type of tax. And advocating for stuff that Black America wasn't advocating for, it, it, oh. it it's insane. But again, it goes back to those small voices being so loud, those small few being so loud. Um, you know, I, I think we got to start highlighting the facts, but we also have to get louder. That is the key. Yep, I agree. And you know, it it is, it is so amazing that you know for the longest time. We remain quiet. And and look at this abortion thing going on outside the Supreme Court justices' oh homes. You know what? That Merrick Garland, the attorney general, Joe Biden, they have got no problem with it. It's against the federal law. You can be incarcerated for up to a year. And they don't even want to fund a bill that would protect that the, the Supreme Court justices and their staff. And, and he's know, a former federal is, judge. He's a former federal judge right. doing nothing to protect Judges, you know, judge, I, I continue to say this. I am not against protests, but the whole point of protest is to sway opinion. You're not allowed to do that with a judge. So are we going to allow people to protest murder cases? <laughs> okay, can we do that now? Can can we start protesting when we don't like the verdict in a murder case or, or a rape case or anything? Are we going to allow offenders to do that as well? Because that's the well, standard that's that they're setting question. right now. 
That's a great question. You have juries now that are there that are not being sequestered. When I was a judge, I used to sequester jurors all the time. Now they're going to home. Now the left should they go there and 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 protest outside their home yeah. so that a normal American is scared to death and yeah. saying, you know, I, I'm afraid for my family. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, if, if they can do it at the highest court in, in the end, why not do it on, on some of these district court cases uh, or local yep. cases? Local cases was where most of the crime is uh, mm-hmm. is being prosecuted. You know that in this country. Yep. And I guess finally, Lawrence, I mean, you know, the 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 whole thing with gas and you're you're from Texas. You know, I know they yeah. have oil rigs in Texas. I mean, you know, for years I was seeing someone from Texas. And, you know, that's a way of life down there. And Joe yeah. Biden comes in and says, you know what, not anymore. And yet you've got this, the, the, the Secretary of Energy, uh, uh, Granholm, Elizabeth Granholm, she's the one who said, oh, what did I, if I had a magic wand? And it's all Putin's <laughs> fault. Well, Putin just showed up, you fool. It's, it's, it's nonsense. And, 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 and they did this on day one. Judge, I, I've been able to see this from multiple angles. First of all, I, I, I saw it because, you know, my, my home state of Texas, we produce a lot of oil. Uh, and yep. so I know the people that have been impacted just with their job, those people that work on those, uh, you know, on those rigs. So th- th- I've seen it for that angle. Number two, I've seen it because I just recently moved back from New York to to Texas. And so I have to get a car and I'm paying yep. over a hundred dollars for to fill up my tank. And I'm like, this is crazy. I didn't have to pay this much money for gas. And then the third avenue that I'm seeing is that I travel around the country talking with average day people. I was just talking to a mom the other day that was saying that she was having to make the decision. Does she save money for her gas bill or does she oh. eat? I mean, that, that is heart. in Pennsylvania. You know what? You know what, Lawrence? It doesn't break my heart. It infuriates me. It yeah. infuriates me. You know, it's just like the baby formula. You got pallets at the border. Oh, we have to take care of them. That's the law. Oh, you don't have to take care of American children. Do you know how many friends I have with ba- babies and grandchildren? I'm like, I'm like the contact now. Everybody's calling me to get baby formula because I know this one and I know that one. I'm trying to get them for my own daughter. Can't get baby formula. This is America. They're taking us right to Venezuela. And I said this years ago with, with that crazy Bernie Sanders. It's just a question of time before they take us to Venezuela and take us down. But anyway, I know that your time is valuable, Lawrence, uh, and I love having you on. I love chatting with you. You are you are the best, and I want everyone to watch Lawrence's show. As you know, I'm not on Saturday night, but Lawrence is, and he is a great watch and uh, a man that you gotta you gotta watch. Everybody, he is a superstar, right, Lawrence? Stop, Judge, I'm honored to be with you today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thrilled to have you on, Lawrence. We love you. Take care. And thank you. And keep that moral core right where it is, okay? I'm a dear. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too.